That's right. Argent. Getting those heads held up. That's right. It's the theme to today's show. Yes. I, I need to hear that. I need to encourage myself to keep my head up because, man, it's easy to get down in this day and age we are currently going through, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, buddy. Just hold your head up. Hold your head up. I sounded better. You're <laughs> yeah. flat on that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first uh, attempt of um, remote rump chat. I, yes, uh, of course, am, social distancing rump chat. <laughs> I, of course, am at home in Weatherford and JR in Ponca City, OK. And uh, we're social distancing by about five and a half hours. So, yeah, um, but plans are in the works for next week. Uh, maybe stopping by and still social distancing still. Um you know, doing the show, but from at least six feet apart. Yeah. And you know, the, the crazy thing about social distancing uh, I found out is like how many people really don't have to try to social distance because like, like my, like my dad and them guys, uh, all my farmer friends, you, it takes work in Reno County, Kansas to get within six foot of somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like social, there's Butch Braden, the pickup man, has oh, yeah. been social distancing for the last 25 years. Like, <laughs> from everyone. You know, and I know everybody's like, man, you know, you got to take it serious, social distancing. Like, I get it, but I don't think that what is going on in New York needs to be going on in central Oklahoma right now. You know, like, it's just well, it's such a crazy it, deal. It is. It's, it's all spreading, and we don't want to get into it because this is uh, a fun show. Yeah. And yeah, we've had enough depressing, and I have been working all week on EIDL loans and PPP loans, trying to get a little help to get through this time. And ay ay ay, and they're wanting stuff that I don't even have. Like I'm a just a just a contract person now. <laughs> Can you just send me money? But here's here's a, here's a, a question that I I want to propose. Actually, this is serious, and for our rodeo committee friends, a lot of these if. The 501c3s, nonprofits, which most of the rodeos, I would say, are, right? Um, they're for nonprofit. They go, the profits go to uh, into producing the rodeo for the following year or scholarships, stuff like that. So yeah. you actually, you know, you can get all your uh, loans forgiven if it goes uh, or, you know, towards payroll and all this stuff. And nonprofits, they're like interest rates like two point seven five. So I wonder if these rodeos are going to do that. And if they do that, does do we count as getting our check? Um, I'm not sure, but I will tell you this: I got to give a shout out for Rodeo Austin. They sent us ten uh, percent of our contract. Hey. So that was that's pretty cool. That's like, nice. Tip of the hat to Rodeo Austin. But yeah, I mean, you got a point on a lot of that. It just like it just sucks balls, no matter how you look at it. And yeah. not that this is a big deal, but I haven't had Mexican food in like two weeks. I, this is a good thing. I'm down eight pounds, dude. I'm telling you, I actually we're recording this on uh, the Zoom app, actually, um, so I can see Big Bear and and he can see me. But I actually think I've lost weight. Like, well, I'm. I'm I think not, you have because 
when you're not at a rodeo eating hospitality food and not 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 to knock hospitality food <laughs> No, but any rodeo hospitality food is never like health conscious. Well, and when you're not drinking beer till four in the morning every day, that's like, the that's it. You're not well. I am I am drinking more beer now than I was, but um, we don't eat that much, and uh, we don't eat at uh, eleven thirty exactly. to four a.m. in that time span where you eat usually half of a t- uh, tombstone pizza and then go pass <laughs> out in bed. You know, those things, like you those do. things are so awesome. <laughs> How could you not like them? So you remember when I fell asleep cooking that pizza and, and uh, Dekevis woke up and my trailer was on fire? <laughs> yeah, Dekevis Jordan, the bullfighter, was was staying with Rump at Sydney, and, uh, and he's in the back, and he's like, "Oh man, this place on fire! <laughs> the roof, Big Bear, the went, roof, <laughs> the roof is on fire!" Big Bear went steepy. Yeah, oh God, I've that's that, funny. But- but yeah, you know, cut down on the calories. But you know, the two things like you're talking about: beer, alcohol sales nationwide are up fifty five percent. Well, when they started doing this shelter in place, I got scared because you know usually you wouldn't think an essential business would be a liquor store, but it actually is. It's called a package store, and it is a an essential. And I, I guarantee it is for my wife and me uh, just to get through because this is the most time ever we have spent together ever but isn't it like as far as that that is a blessing like i have a love being with my family oh it is but it's also you just you know but you're ready to you're (laughs) just not used to being home because like you know when you have a rodeo to go to you got like a goal you know yeah like i should be in rochester minnesota tonight and i and we have a tradition at rochester to go to who hot on saturday morning at 10 45 so we can be there when it opens 11 and like it's just, I think that it's just hard knowing. Hey, you're done for a while. It's you well, know, and it's uncertain times. And I get you know we we've talked, and I have my moments. You know that you kind of just get down, and <clears throat> but you got to realize we're all in it together, and that's a good thing. It's not just the rodeo business. This is every business, uh, everything in the in in the country. So, but going back to your point, you really know when you're home because I've got everything, all my clothes, you know, were out of the trailer. And I realized that for the first time ever they were, all my clothes don't fit in my three drawers that I have in our dresser <laughs> and my closet's packed full. I, I, I actually, I do keep my, my long sleeve shirt and my jeans out here in the trailer. Cause I mean, I don't need that many in the house, but it's, uh, it's funny because like my t-shirt drawer, like I just keep grabbing the top three or four, and then laundry. We do laundry, right? And so you fold it and put it back in. <laughs> it's packed so tight. I just I'm like on a four shirt rotation. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been I'm there. You, you know uh, this is kind of gross, but you know the other thing that is skyrocketing. What's that? Pornhub. <laughs> like I read a story. And the the two things that are booming with everything going out is liquor and porn. Yeah, well, you like, know, uh, you got to have something to do with your mind and your hands. So, well, you know, Sunny Deb, our good friend, and well, let's not. Uh, how, Harry, okay, why are you tying he, in Sunny Deb to Pornhub? <laughs> well, I was talking to her the other day. Oh. She said, "I said, well, what are you gonna do?" And she's like, "I'm making baby blankets." Oh, you know, because every time one. somebody has a baby, she gives you know blankets, and she's and awesome. So she, she said that when this whole deal with all these rodeo cowboys at home, 
when they go back to rodeo and probably gonna be a lot of babies Smart. hitting ground like calving season in South Dakota. Yeah. You know, it is. It's uh yeah, that that's completely true. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of uh there's gonna be a lot of babies and on the other hand there's probably gonna be a lot of divorces. <laughs> I, you know I, we should we should have a poll. What's going to come out of this more of the rodeo business? Divorces or babies? Let's do that. We'll do that. We'll get J-Jack on that on the social. We'll have him. He'll make your babies come out and like it. Thanks, Rog. But I do want to uh, talk about something. I know everybody yeah. else has talked about it a lot, but we haven't. But things to do while you're down. The buzz going on, the Tiger King. Okay. Oh, man. Holy shit. That is awesome. But for the record, everybody that does not live in Oklahoma like I do, just because you live in Oklahoma doesn't mean you know the Tiger King. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Reno Rosser is convinced that everybody in Oklahoma carries guns and has a blonde mullet. Well, right? I mean, maybe not the mullet, but most of them do carry guns. I'll give them that. But, yeah, so he's uh, – we're, we're about – I haven't even looked up where Winwood is. Is that near you or – Winwood? Actually, the contract personnel that's closest to Winniewood is guess who? Cody Webster. <laughs> I swear. Well, he is. I wonder if he sends any of his uh, dead carcasses over there to Joe. Well, I I'm serious. I'm looking up right now from Wayne, Oklahoma, which which is not far from the Tiger King. Webster probably knows him. <laughs> I, I could see Cody Webster going Joe too. Exotic. I could, too, and he'd have some business deal with him. He'd be taking yeah. his, his, his his dead animals, I promise you. Well, isn't there a stock, an amateur stock contractor that... Uh, Wendell Ratchford yeah, that lives he, right by him. And he said, uh, what do you say if that bull doesn't buck, take him over to Joe's? <laughs> yeah, that used to be the joke. I remember that. If that bull don't buck, he might be going to the exotic farm. <laughs> From Webster's house to the Woodywood Zoo, 23 miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guarantee it. He's been there. He's been there uh, I, full on. That whole deal is blowing up like uh, with the Carol Baskins thing. And I, I, I love all the memes going around about everybody have a great day except for that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> like, you know who started the coronavirus? That bitch Carol Baskin. I mean – the memes are going insane, and it's getting like now, like I watched it when it first came out because I'm a, a big Netflix, and when it first came out it was right after Houston, right after we got home from Houston, and it was raining here for days and days, and it was depressing, and no one knew what was going on, but that was my relief. But my wife Whitney put it the best. She goes because she was she's working from home because obviously Fort Worth shut down, and she's sitting at, uh, at the dining room table working, and I've got it on the living room, me and Gus are watching it. And, uh, I watched two episodes and, you know, she's like, that's so dumb. You know, she'd comment. And then after episode four, I'd look over and she's looking up at the TV, totally sucked in. And then she'd say, God, that show just makes me want to go take a shower. It's so disgusting. <laughs> it's not disgusting. I didn't think it was that disgusting there. I mean, I mean the people are the, okay. When he opens the pizza shop, and he's using the oh, meat that, from the Walmart truck. Well, they that's they pretty disgusting. Have, there's there's no possible way to know that that if they really use that Walmart meat for that pizza. Uh, now, do you doubt it? Um, I, I'm not doubting that it could yeah. happen, but let's not let's not throw 
accusations out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, because that's what Carol Baskins does. <laughs> well, how is that any different than you're at a rodeo and it's about an hour after, and they're like at the concession stand, they're like, "Hey, y'all want some hot dogs?" Oh, like Sykeston, Sykeston, Missouri, the greatest hot dogs in the world. That yeah, when they go give in... away, that's the same thing. I the, mean, it's those not that the Walmart food was bad. You heard <laughs> Joe Exotic said if you take it off the shelf and you get up to there with a with some meat and you can't like your card don't go through, they can't restock that. No, so probably I a lot of that meat. That. I mean, it is gross. I'm not gonna. I'm just saying, I'm not a hundred percent sure. They may have movied that up a little bit. The movie, the, the, the movie it up. They've been that meat come out of dumpsters. So they go outside and dump it, and God knows how many days oh. that meat has been in the dumpster. Yeah, but now, the, I understand feeding it to the animals. But everybody said the pizza was good, so that's why I don't think it could be low quality. <sighs> my favorite, my favorite meme though I've seen is, "I'm not gay, but twenty tigers is twenty tigers." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that that Joe. That's the thing that blew my mind is, dude, he was so smooth. And so, so cool. He talked two dudes that weren't even gay into marry him. Yeah. I don't care gay. But, like, he talked two straight guys into marrying him. Well, what's, I, that's, that's, that's I, I guess that, yeah, well, that's very crazy. But, or he'd pay people $150 a week. And, like, it costs like $60,000 a month to feed those animals. Well, and you know what's crazy? Like, if you think about it, I know all the, rodeo stock contractors are licking their lips about how well they pay their help now exactly like, hey. that's what i told reno i said he's worse than a stock contractor <laughs> i mean 130 dollars a month but you got a shitty 150 uh, a week. trailer 150 100, a week. oh a week yeah oh, oh hell that's that's really good 150 week plus <laughs> a, a, a trailer house no yeah, water your room and board and it's just yeah i mean rats and stuff in there but you'll be okay Oh yeah, that and how that place is and how ratchet. how many guys in the rodeo business do you know like that Jeff uh, the Jeff guy that came in to quote unquote save it and then he ended up being just a big criminal and pushed Joe out and that's he him and that other fat dude that owned the strip clubs and they end up ratting Joe out with the feds and all that stuff but yeah, that, that Jeff I, guy how counterfeit he is and blows him with a lot of money and then he doesn't have any and he's got all these warrants he's just a piece of shit and then. They're building this zoo up by Thackerville, which actually is a good idea because it, I mean, that's where the tourists are at, right? At the casino there. Right. But he doesn't have any money. And then the guy, he used that guy and then that guy, another zoo guy. And now he's left because Jeff's so full of shit. And then Jeff's like, we got to get this running. This has got to be going by spring, uh, next spring, which would have been this spring. And he is screwed, especially if this coronavirus keeps going but i hope he gets screwed out of all of it and loses it because he's well, screwed I mean, we over don't, joe we don't know the whole story oh but i know a million guys like that like i said i i've dealt with guys like that jeff but you got to think about it though all this free joe and all this stuff joe's a piece of shit too um what about that part where the jeff guy was talking about taking like sneaking those tigers in a in a suitcase up to those rooms in vegas and he says, yeah, a little pussy will get you a lot of pussy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was kind of crummy. Like, oh, yeah, and then he got caught. You got to have a tiger. Out. Like, can you imagine, though? That that would be – I was thinking about that. That would be the coolest thing in the world. Like, 
Like if you're a security guard, <laughs> excuse me, sir, I need to make sure there's not a tiger in your bag. Like, yeah. So do you think those guys yeah. got tipped off or? Hey. That, well, that's why he got arrested. Well, I know, but like, how would you ever think, hey, I better check a bag for tigers? Think about that. That's true. It's very you know, true. It, I mean, how many? <laughs> now when I'm in Vegas, it's going to throw me off every day when I see somebody going up. The, <laughs> you don't have a tiger in your bag, do you? Yeah. Hey, I wonder if we could do get Joe Exotic on the podcast from jail. Uh, you know what's funny? I actually thought about writing him. Because Grady County Jail in Chickasha, I know a couple other people that are in there, and maybe they could all, <laughs> you know. You should. Ask him to hook you up. Hey, do you know Joe? Maybe one of them's his bunkmate. I wonder if he's well, a gen popper isolation. I don't know. That's, but general, I think that's of, general population for all you people that aren't on the know. The two guys I want most on my show right now are John Payne and Joe Exotic, and I'd like to have them on at the same time. Oh, man, I guarantee you they've done business together. <laughs> we do need to get the one arm bandito. Let's get him to uh, the, come over and social uh, distance with us. Oh, I'm telling you what, John Payne. I I I could see John Payne putting a tiger on top of his trailer. <laughs> I, he, if anybody could do it, that's the man that could do it. I bought me a tiger from this guy down in Winniewood. And then and then he'd, <laughs> he'd have he'd he'd do it riding a mule that he just bought from the sale barn. Yeah, you know he uh John. The best day ever was when he was, uh, me and him were the same day on career day <laughs> for, the, for the school. And the first graders, the first graders wouldn't stop talking. And he pulls out that bullwhip and I mean, cracks it. And absolutely not one kid spoke for the rest of the day. He's like, oh, I got your attention. I'm going to tell you a story that's shocking. That. And I'm not making fun of John because I love John Payne to death, but that's when when uh, when he says that shocking, and then with Boyd, Paul Hamus, our favorite rodeo announcer, when he says this man has single handedly changed the rodeo business. Yeah, he's always sold that, and he thinks he's so funny when he does it because he. It looks, is funny. It is funny. He's, he says when he's selling him out, he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, this man has single handedly." Sold more rodeo tickets than any other contract personnel and or any other contract at in the business. John Payne, <laughs> single handedly. Well, I, John, John laughs about it. John's awesome. I always go, hey, John, need a hand? Yeah, you got a spare one? You know, I mean, that's what he said. He don't, he don't give a shit. No, no, but uh, you know, Joe Exotic, John Payne. Uh, oh man, that's Oklahoma. Cody Webster, Justin Rumpf, Matt Birch. Matt Birch is going to be coming up on the podcast. Yeah, sometime. yeah, Matt. We got to get this all to works. It's just very hard to get. I mean, the Zoom is okay, but um, the uh, excuse me, I just had lunch. Uh, the Zoom. It's hard when you live where you know where Matt <laughs> lives. It's Rosette, Rosette, Wyoming. Wyoming. The the internet's ain't so good. So we got to get it figured out, but we will. Yeah, yeah. Small steps. Small um, steps. Another, another uh, great do, thing to do while you're quarantined. If you are a Netflixer, Ozark season three. Oh um, my god! If y'all haven't seen Ozark yet, Best. Uh, Flint Rasmussen. I watched him the other night on uh, on Instagram. He's talking about it. He just started, but it is an amazing show. It's it's pretty vulgar it's dark as far as like yeah 
It's but the dude on it's the guy from Couples Retreat. Jason Bateman. That, Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman. He he's the lead actor and he's also a producer on it. Um, there's Lauren Linney is his wife. Um, there's a bunch of actors that you know that come in and out of the show, but it is awesome. It's basically he is a big time accountant in Chicago, and his business partner actually had been laundering money for the cartel. He didn't know it. They grabbed both of them one night and shoot he the cartel guys and they shoot his partner and then they put the gun to his head and then he starts spitting out things you can do to him and ends up in the Ozarks and that's how it starts and then he starts buying businesses and you know and he's got all this money he's got to launder it anyway um, now he's in the casino business and this uh, season um, it's insane again it's it's vulgar language there's you know nudity there's sex scenes and stuff like that um, but a whole violence, lot of people getting whacked yeah but it is so well acted Jason Bateman's amazing there's still that humor, that dry humor that he does. Um, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, if you Ozark like, season three. Yeah. Ozark. So if you haven't seen Ozark at all, definitely watch that. Also, if you haven't for, because uh, I know like a lot of people are just now getting Netflix, like uh, Scott Schaefer, the steer wrestler for Nebraska, he got Netflix just to watch Tiger King. So there, there's a lot of people that are just starting to Netflix it up. You can't go wrong with Stranger Things. That's a... The, the oh. politician on Netflix, I like that. Yeah, dead to me with uh, Alicia Silver or not Alicia Silverstone with the girl from the Bundys. Um, uh, God. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Apple, so Christina Applegate. Good, Christina Applegate, dead to me. Yeah, that one was a good one. Uh, the one hundred. Oh, I mean, you know, there's there's everything on there. I mean, we could go on and on about amazing shows on Netflix because we have seen a bunch of them. But, I mean, if you really want a Game of Thrones, I mean, if you haven't watched that, rewatch. If you've only seen it once, Game of Thrones is better the second time because you actually understand who they're talking about. It's it, it can be hard with all the names. Yeah, nudity and violence, Game of Thrones. There is more which nudity I got, in the Game of Thrones and all on all of Pornhub, I got, I'll bet. I got to brag on myself. I got Whitney a uh, – so you cannot find Monopoly anywhere. Uh, we wanted to play some classic board games. Can't find it anywhere. Target, Walmart, gone, right? Amazon, they want like $68 for a $20 game, and it may get in here by June. So I'm like, no way. So, But I did find her Monopoly, the Games of Thro- Game of Thrones edition. And it's how does, how does that? All the properties are like, that. you like, there's like, uh, the, you have the houses, you know, like um, uh, the castles, King's Landing. And um, uh, all the uh, Clodum or Morton. I didn't, anyway, all these these castles, these properties, right? Uh, Winterfell, right? And you can buy that. Those are your properties, like Park Place and this and that. And then they have Orders, which are Castle Black and uh, the uh, the Masons, Maesters, whatever the Grand Masters. Um, so you can buy those, and, and you like roll the dice, and it's how many properties you have. Anyway, it's just a twist on the, the Monopoly game, but it's badass. And every time you land on a chance, you, you touch the golden throne, you push a button, and the, the theme plays. Oh, I did see that on your Snapchat. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. But anyway, so we're just finding different ways to entertain ourselves, you know? And, uh, yeah. Because, like, Wit's working right now. Um, daycare shut down, so I'm taking I'm daddy daycare while she's working. 
And so it's not like I can get outside and do stuff all day. But again, on 12 acres, what do you really do? But I'm fixing uh, next week to get going, get cleaning my sound system, which I did last fall. And it's only been to Vegas, in, which was indoors. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't really, there's only so much. Yeah. I mean, hope the next time I'm going to use my sound system, man, is, is hopefully Weatherford. Father's Day weekend. Well, hopefully. And I'm hoping, uh, I can't wait for restaurants to be a thing again. Like, I would get I'm any, really oh. concerned about our restaurants in Ponca city. Cause I mean, they're all, you know, takeout, but I, I can't imagine that your profit, you know what I'm saying? Like on your takeout. Cause I don't think that many people are going takeout as much as going, you know what? We'll just eat. It well, home. yeah. You know and, ho- and hopefully these, these loans that the government rolled out will save them. And, you know, they're for the, pretty much to get by the next eight weeks. And I hope we're all back by then because they, or they may keep, you know, have to, you know, go another eight weeks basically. Uh, but here's the yeah. thing. If, 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 but I, I heard a guy this morning and he's like, by the time that eight weeks, we have got to get back. So that will take us to June. If we're not back by June, holy shit. I mean, I've already looked into, I filled out, I filled out an application the other day, dude, for the first time in 16 years, I filled out an application to I might be in a tractor helping rebuild the levees and build new ones up uh, up around Sydney, uh, southwest Iowa, where they had all the flooding. And so I've got some I've got good friends up there that are supervisors on some jobs, and and hopefully you know I can get on doing that. But I mean, you're working ten hour days to twelve hour days. Sometimes I mean when they have to get something done, when there was all like when they're emergency doing it, getting these levees rebuilt before you know all this snowpack melts and comes down from up north again that's how they flooded last year uh i mean it's it's uh they're working seven days a week 12 hours a day good lord but they're taking home five thousand dollars yeah that pays good but it's man I, I it's like having a job a real job i have to get up and put multiple hours in i haven't done that in a long time oh i tell you what I like the uh, on the pro rodeo uh, website. They had some cowboys showing what they're doing, and they had a video of Taylor Broussard working in the crawfish factory. Oh yeah, yeah. Now if I could do that. I, I mean, you pay me in crawfish. I'm gonna I'm gonna work there. But most of the cowboys seriously had other. They got other things they do because, especially rough stock guys. You know, if they get hurt, they they got to pay their bills, right? You know, they all they all aren't Sage yeah. Kimsey and have enough money saved up to, to hang out. I mean, they all had something else they did to get well, by. Plus, like, a lot you know, of people Riker Carter trucks and, you know, uh, Lon Danley works with his dad, you know, moving dirt and doing whatever you do in Tularosa. Yeah. But, you know, it's... it's Trey, um, Trey Benton's got a bunch of cattle, Cole Melanson. Yeah, that Cole uh, trains horses and stuff. So, it's... Uh, it's they, They're used to it. Um, most... <laughs> and it, but... But me, I'm I'm uh, I can do a lot of things, but I'm only really good at one thing, and that's doing music rodeo. So, <laughs> and drinking beer, I guess there's two things. Yeah, I'm I'm just glad I got that class ACDL. I had to put her to work here pretty quick. See, and I you like are. Gear, I like gear jamming, like, but I found out one thing about myself through this. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind trucking, but I want to be very specific on what it is like. I'm not one to get in a truck and go to uh, Chicago and then 
load produce. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, downtown at a supermarket. No, back I want to load at- cattle. I want to load cattle at like uh, Newkirk, Oklahoma, and go to Amarillo. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> those are the loads. Like I-, I ain't trying to like get crazy about about super cow trucking like the old days. You know. Well, and they're getting ready to ship them uh, calves out of you know South Florida. You know, load in Okeechobee, unload in Dalhart, and go back. <laughs> Come in, trucking. Where's your log book? <laughs> Hell, this load of cattle on here. I don't haul no logs. <laughs> it's like that. You would have to do like that song Freightliner Fever. Yeah. But he's like, hey, Bill, what you got in that cigarette pack? I said, that's my second driver. He's going to drive her all the way back. (laughs) What's that something about the West Coast turnaround? That's that's long and thin. It's a big black pill so long and round to a driver. It's the West Coast turnaround. It's for the fever. The old Freightliner fever. (laughs) I don't quite have the Freightliner fever where I'm wanting to truck that hard. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's going pretty hard. Yeah. But they're doing it. Like people do that all the time. You know, yeah, those hell yeah. And, and, and shout out to truck drivers right now. While everybody else is quarantined, our country is staying up and running from our great guys, all our, our Jim Danny Jimmy Jammers getting her up and down the highway, hauling food and toilet paper so your fat asses can be wiped and fed. And truck drivers. And booze. And <clears throat> but it there's a lot of cool things that are actually going on too. Um, our awesome partner Boyd Gaming, all their properties donated all their the produce and and, and things that are going to expire out of their kitchens and everything from all the restaurants and other properties. They they've been taking it to local shelters, and that's a lot of food. That's a lot from the Seven Nation buffet, or even I'm sure Ping Ping Pong. Uh, what about TGI Fridays? TGI Fridays. Uh, all that food uh, at all the Boyd Gaming properties, which is amazing. So uh, kudos to to the BG family. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, there's just a lot of cool stuff happening. But have you ever paid? Well, you don't because you're terrible with money, but that's why you have your wife doing it. But I've always yeah. taken care of my own finances, but I have never paid such close attention to my bank account. There's so many times uh, I'll have like, like $12 come out and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I forget about it and go on. Now I'm like, what was that? What was that? And I found out it was from a, uh, <clears throat> express VPN that I had to get in, in. It's a internet thing that I had to use in, in Canada. And I signed up and I never, it's those subscriptions you have to sign up, but you forget to cancel 30 days later. Yeah. And so you start charging. So I am like, I have wiped everything clean. I've been doing my taxes. So it is insane. Like now, your taxes are due till July fifteenth. No, no. I know, but with this loan stuff, I want to do it. And what else? I'm I'm a home. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I got the time. And Have I always you got do- your treadmill out yet? Yes, yes. It is cleaned off. It has been cleaned off, and Whitney's been using it. So good for her. <laughs> I I've I've been on mine every day. I'm hitting twenty five to thirty minutes. Good for so, you, Bear. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I don't like it, like. Um, everybody's talking about the working out and, and one thing, uh, Tuck just keeps tagging me and he's like, do 20, sin 20. Oh, and then like, he's God. doing like push ups, standing on his head. Shut up. Okay. Shut like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I want to get healthy on this break, but at the same time, let's not get crazy about, yeah, like, let's... I'm not, 
Like, let's be honest about what I can do. I can't, I can't stand on my head and do a push-up. All right, that's not going to happen. But like, the more extreme people get, like the one-hand pull-up challenge. Quit tagging me in that shit, okay? (laughs) I can't do a regular pull-up, let alone one. So it's like everybody tries to find like the craziest shit they can think of for a workout routine. They're just showing off. And then they're like at rump or at rump chat. I'm like, I can't do that. I couldn't do that if I worked out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and I don't know how people work out so hard. Like toughness, I hate working out the whole time. And I've been on that treadmill a lot and I feel good, but I hate it the whole time I'm doing it. Yeah. The whole time I'm working out, I just think this sucks. Which, you know, I'm starting to see some benefits of it. You know, like I said, I've trimmed up a little bit and definitely better shape because like I'm on like week number three of, of treadmilling yeah you know and well, i've been just, drilling, cutting deep. back on white claws you know so i mean but yeah. like i just don't know how like some people like it's just different strokes i guess like the people that are like man i wake up every morning and run 10 miles why in the why or <laughs> why would you why in the fudge fudge shop why would you want to wake up and run 10 miles like it's, it's people get addicted. My oldest sister, Lacey, she's addicted to it. She started running. How? And How you can do, you like, be addicted to running? They have to do it. It's like smoking cigarettes. Like they I've have to do it. I cigarettes. It's enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> running is not enjoyable. Oh, like dark oh, mother, I smoke at your suck your smoky teeth once again. Chandler, I'll you know, sorry. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think it's great. I wish I had that love for for physical fitness like I, I know i'm not in good shape but i'm in pretty good shape you know as far as like being alive goes hell <laughs> I mean, yeah i uh, my cdl physical my doctor said he goes you're in, you're you know your blood works good you're in for being a big dude you're in great great condition you know good. not in in but like i would like to be skinny but it probably will never happen i'm damn near 40 i mean that ship's kind of sailed but yeah but you wouldn't be as funny I, I feel Fat good. I like myself. I like myself. I'm. I, I don't. No, I need. To I don't want to be anybody else. But I'm. I, I am too. I want to live to be old because I. I want to be old for my kids, and that's why you know I don't smoke cigarettes very often. <laughs> like only probably two a year. I I haven't three. done it since you, me, and Wacy Munsell, in the parking lot at Denver. What two years ago, at least, yeah. when we thought we needed a pack of cigarettes. And we stood outside and smoked two cigarettes back to back like we were chain smoking. And the next day we called each other like, that was a terrible idea because I feel like shit. I smoked a cigarette in Sykeston last year. Oh. Well, you have. Yeah. You just stand around the Sykeston guys and you're smoking. They all smoke. I lit up a cool 100. <laughs> Menthol. Cool 100. Oh, that, 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 that was Blake. That had to be Blake. He likes the menthols. Let's take a little gold buckle beer break right now, and uh, we're going to send you off with a little Freightliner for you. Singing if you know it. I drive a big Freightliner and I make my One for the old super truckers. And I drive all points out of New York City to L.A. Where that little woman smiles when I up and leave her. I'll soon be back. I just got the fever. That's a fever, I'm a believer. I got the freedom line of paper. Oh, there's a real road running by a highway out in Santa Fe. And I passed an old freight. 
Dave, what you carrying in that cigarette pack? I said, I got my second driver, and he's going to drive her all the way back. Yeah. It's a big black pill so long and round. To a driver, it's a West Coast turnaround. It's for the fever. That old great Atlanta fever. That test Everything is ch ch changing, David Bowie. Time may change me, but I can't change time. I miss David Bowie bad. I love David Bowie. Yeah. God. You know my favorite. You know what my favorite David Bowie song was. What's that? Starman. Absolutely. Anyway, so uh, yeah, a lot of things changing, um, especially um, our lives, everyone's lives, but uh, rodeos. So getting a lot of changes in scheduling. Uh, yeah. Good or bad. Um, well, what's your opinion? Here's here's my thought and. And I want to first off start by saying thank you to our hardworking rodeo committees that are, they don't want to be going through this, but here's my question. If you've always been on a date, okay, like, like Sydney's always the first of August or, you know, Pendleton's always the third week of September. Like if you look at how rodeos are always on the date, you know, uh, Guyman first week of May. And where the champions come to play the first week in May. Yeah. So like rodeos that are moving, like, I think it's so awesome that, that, that they want to move to have their event, but I'm also nervous a little bit in that rodeos that move. Well, they, cause a lot of these rodeos are going to move. are going to lose their announcer, their sound guys, their clowns, and some, even their stock contractor, you know, or they'll be doubled up. So my thought is, and I want to know like some feedback on this. Is it better just to cancel your rodeo for a year if you have to, or would it be better to try to reschedule it? Even though, you know, you might be at a time where there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think right now the rodeos this early on and God forbid the bleeding stops very, very, very soon. But, um, I think it's great. Um, I've been blessed enough. The two rodeos that I have that have moved, um, or three actually cave Creek, Arizona moved to the end of May, but I don't see that happening. I hope it does. Um, I, I pray it does, but anyway, they moved and I can do that one. Uh, Guyman just moved to the third week in August, which I can, or the fourth weekend. There's five weekends now in August this year. I can work that, which is hooray. Um, and Frontier can go, and Andy Stewart's announcing he can go, but unfortunately, you can't go. Um, Andy Stewart can't go. It's during Rapid City. The fourth week. It's the fourth weekend. Yeah. Mm. Rapid City would be the next weekend. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, you're yeah. right. Sorry. So you don't ever. Big boy. Big, Big boy. boy. So, but, and, then, yeah. uh, and then Corpus Christi is actually go- the – the last weekend in November, like Thanksgiving week, that and so I mean, he Stuart and I were talking the other day. He's he's like, when you book your flight to Vegas out of Corpus, let me know. I'll get one with you, you know. So we're gonna have to fly right to Vegas from there and get there Monday morning before Vegas starts. So it's uh, I like it because I mean, I still get the income. 
from those rodeos. Oh, I, and I do too. And I, I want those rodeos to reschedule, but like on a smaller two day rodeo that possibly doesn't have the kind of budget that bigger rodeos do. I just don't know if they switch. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, like you said, I want them to do good. The, I guess my whole thinking is I just don't want to see any rodeos turn off worse than it could be, you know, cause what if you, if you move a week and so then you don't, um, you know, you, you don't have your fan base. You normally would, you know, like, yeah, but people, okay. Rump, this isn't usual times. Everybody's going to understand in these great local events. They're going to, I, I would hope the public say, Hey, they know how important these events are to the community. So the people are going to go, we're going. No matter what, we're yeah, going. True. We usually go to the lake that weekend, but we're going to go support. It's local. We need to support this great ven- venue that or event that supports the, the, the local community. That's what I That's see true. happening. That's what I hope happens. Well, and I never really thought about it like that. But, yeah, I mean, I just want everybody to do good. But, you know, when you start switching weeks, it's just it's scary. You know, it's yeah. Well, I, I like where Corpus is the last week of November. So are they going to be the last week of April again mm-hmm. when it gets back on normal schedule? Yeah, so that'll absolutely. only be, you know, December, January, February, March. So hopefully everything's for back half to, month. doesn't matter. Let's go. And I'm sure they're so already working be, for 2021. Yeah. So I just rodeo committees out there that listen. I know there's a bunch. Thank you all for. Yeah. Thanks for the effort. Uh, make yeah. decisions in a, Cause these guys don't want to cancel and like i was so sad to see red bluff happen to, to reschedule and they haven't set their dates yet but since 1921 they've never missed a red bluff roundup yeah you know well and, and sorry go ahead this sucks like this whole oh no matter what you're in i think it's safe to say that this coronavirus is just shitty shitty rump keep your head up I, I am. I'm just saying, like, I just hold your head up. I just want uh, everybody to do good. Well, we are. Know, We're going to work through it that. again. Everybody's in it. This isn't just the rodeo business. Everybody in the world's facing this. So we're not on our own. And so we just band together and do what we can. You know, and I, I would do I do want to say this one kind of funny thing about it. I have a friend here in Ponca City who smokes cigarettes while dipping snuff. Okay. Oh. And he's kind of overweight. Uh, so I saw him at Jiffy Trip the other day, and he's got on a mask. Okay? And I go, what, what's going on? He's, man, I'm trying not to get his coronavirus. I'm like, dude, you've never worn a condom, okay, ever. How do you one. know? Well, this dude's filthy, okay? <laughs> filthy dudes don't wear condoms. Oh, all right? Right. So this, this guy's raw dog, like strangers he don't know at Sadie's Nightclub in Ponca City, okay? He dips Copenhagen while smoking Marlboro Red cigarettes, and you're worried about the coronavirus? Like, <laughs> dude, you, there's some other shit you should be worried about, you know? Like, all yeah. my friends have had, you know, had chlamydia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, just a different world. It is, we're but gonna, we're going to make it through. These rodeos are going to work hard. They're going to get back. Everybody's going to get back on track. I just pray it's sooner than later. Let's get... Gosh, let's get back to work, world. Let's go. But we got to be safe. And now they're yeah. saying the masks aren't really to keep you safe. It's so if you're walking around and you may have the, the, the coronavirus and you don't know you have it, 
It's to keep it from giving it anybody else. That's what it. That's what it protects more than protecting yourself. But well, the best way to do it is, is stay home. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I will tell you this: I've played Barbie for hours <laughs> and hours. You let Bandy with play with Barbies? No, with Livy and Lola. Oh, they, those girls will play Barbie, and like, not to sound weird, but I can dress a Barbie <laughs> in under like thirty seconds. And you and you you wouldn't think it's that hard, but with like with those plastic arms and long legs, it is hard to dress a damn Barbie. Yeah, I've dressed Barbies. I've drove Barbie cars. I've damn near spent nights in the Barbie dream house. Like, <laughs> I, I've played Barbies and, and you don't play I, Ken. Do they not have Ken? We don't have a damn Ken doll. What the I, hell? I don't know how. You better we've st- got, steal an army dude from Bandy. We've got sixty. 60 Barbies, probably. We've got two Barbie Jeeps, a Barbie, two Barbie Corvettes. Yeah, because we got Barbie the Dream House. We got Barbie's uh, camper, like her RV, which is freaking sweet. Like, what, what, what brand? It's not a Jayco, is it? No, I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you this. The other thing that I've learned to be at home so much. So, Livy Lola found this, this thing they like to watch on YouTube, which is people playing with barbies right like it's a barbie dream house and you can't see the people but it just shows the barbies and it'll show them like walking around and the barbies like talking to each other i watched it for like an hour like it's (laughs) with them it's nuts and then this is one other thing about our global pandemic so you know where oklahoma schools got just shut off so they sent all the stuff home so we're like I'm going to be honest with you. I hated school when I had to go, like especially grade school. So I'm, I'm really having to try hard because baby's like, Hey, you want to help me do math? I'm like, no, Cause you like, can't. I, I, you know, like, Oh, kindergarten work is really hard. Like, well, he well, doesn't understand that you are not good at math. Well, the thing is or like social I, studies or history. No. Unless it has to do with I'm, music, I'm not book smart. I'm street smart. Okay, that's that's, the, you're, that's a very true statement. I've never really been into books or reading, um, <laughs> and but you know, like I'm, I'm I want to, I'm smart in that I figured out how to make things happen. But and I got decent grades. Hell, I got a college degree, but that's I just right. never, I never liked learning unless it was something I wanted to learn about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'm with you. Well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's learn some more. Um, you know, I know this episode was just a bunch of ramblings from us, and and it, we're kind of basically testing out this Zoom deal, and it worked pretty good. Uh, but yeah. um, we're gonna get um, we're gonna get together uh, safely, social distance wise, and we will have a barrier in between us. But then we will be together next week. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do us some Matt Birch, um, a little teaser. I'm not gonna say. But we have a very big guest that wants to come on the show. And uh, so that's going to be coming up. Uh, we're going to do more Bob Tallman. He has built, he has finished his studio at his house. So we will get Bobby T back on. So sorry we've been kind of late this week. But um, with the financial stuff going on in our lives, it was just kind of prepared, had to, had to get done. So yep. um, anyway, but we will be back early. We will be back next week. 
and uh, with some good stuff. So, um, but I want to. We're actually going to start. Uh, I'm going to work on that this weekend. I want to start a Spotify page, a Rump Chat Spotify. So all you that want to like our jams and stuff like that, just our taste in music, which is everywhere, you'll like it. So uh, we will just have some tunes on there. So when you're driving and you want to listen to some music, you can you know listen to listen to ours. But so, but this is a uh, a little ditty I found the other day. It's a little remake. It's a little Sturgill Simpson. You'll recognize the song. It's from a little band in Seattle. Rump Chat, we'll see you later. Enjoy. Peace out, everybody. Sam Thanks for stopping by. Where the changes move. Spring is here.